Hey everyone, it's Father Pat here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings for today are from Friday of the 33rd week in Ordinary Time. From the first book of Maccabees, Judas and his brother said, Now that our enemies have been crushed, let us go up to purify the sanctuary and rededicate it. So the whole army assembled and went up to Mount Zion. Early in the morning on the 25th day of the ninth month, that is, the month of Chislev, in the year 148, they arose and offered sacrifice according to the law on the new altar of burnt offerings that they had made. On the anniversary of the day on which the Gentiles had defiled it, on that very day, it was reconsecrated with songs, harps, flutes, and cymbals. All the people prostrated themselves and adored and praised heaven, who had given them success. For eight days they celebrated the dedication of the altar and joyfully offered burnt offerings and sacrifices of deliverance and praise. They ornamented the facade of the temple with gold crowns and shields. They repaired the gates and the priest chambers and furnished them with doors. There was great joy among the people now that the disgrace of the Gentiles was removed. Then Judas and his brothers and the entire congregation of Israel decreed that the days of the dedication of the altar should be observed with joy and gladness on the anniversary every year for eight days from the 25th day of the month Chislev. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response. We praise your glorious name, O mighty God. We praise your glorious name, O mighty God. Blessed may you be, O Lord, God of Israel, our Father, from eternity to eternity. We praise your glorious name, O mighty God. Yours, O Lord, are grandeur and power, majesty, splendor, and glory, for all in heaven and on earth is yours. We praise your glorious name, O mighty God. Yours, O Lord, is the sovereignty. You are exalted as head over all. Riches and honor are from you. We praise your glorious name, O mighty God. You have dominion over all. In your right hand are power and might. It is yours to give grandeur and strength to all. We praise your glorious name, Almighty God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus entered the temple area and proceeded to drive out those who were selling things, saying to them, it is written, My house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. And every day he was teaching in the temple area. The chief priests, the scribes, and the leaders of the people, meanwhile, were seeking to put him to death. But they could find no way to accomplish their purpose because all the people were hanging on his words. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I came from a family where the center of the house was always the kitchen. For a long time, I thought that was because my mother was Italian, and Italians like to eat, and that's true. But my life, but in my you know lifelong study of human nature, I've made a startling discovery. Everyone, no matter where they come from, likes to eat. So the center of most homes is the kitchen, or at least in my experience. My field study on this hypothesis, with data points added every time one of you invites me to dinner, confirms that. I generally enjoy my first drink and appetizer as I watch that evening chef prepare the meal. Our first reading recalls the uh, rededication, rededication of the temple after the Maccabean revolt in the 2nd century BC. 
The sanctuary had been desecrated several years before by King Antiochus Epiphanes by making it into a pagan shrine. And so reclaiming it for the God of Israel is an eight-day celebration, remembered even to this day in the observance of Hanukkah by our Jewish brothers and sisters. And the focal point of the temple is the altar, the rededication of the altar, where the sacrifice is offered by the people through the temple priests in thanksgiving and for the forgiveness of sins. The temple and the altar of sacrifice is the center of Jewish worship and culture. And so it makes sense that Jesus is upset when the chaos in the temple has taken focus away from the temple's purpose, which is sacrifice and the worship of God. The buying and selling of goods, the exchange of money, seeing and being seen on the on important feasts, and listening to the teaching and debates among the Jewish leaders had taken away from the reason, the only reason, that the temple exists. Do the sacrifices still occur? Well, yes, technically they do, but, but they're sacrifices for show with little evidence of the giver, giver's dedication to serving, to serving God. As Catholics, we too often forget where the center of our church is. But the liturgy gives us some pretty big hints. Before the celebrant begins Mass, and immediately following the final blessing as well, he kisses the altar, kisses the altar. And all throughout the Mass, according to the uh, general instructions of the Roman Missal, all ministers approaching the altar including clergy, lectors, servers, extraordinary ministers of the Eucharist, make a reverent bow to the altar, to the altar, not the tabernacle, and certainly not to the priest. Why? Because the altar, or on the altar, is present to us the very same sacrifice offered on Calvary, to which we are called to join our own sacrifice, which ideally is the sacrifice of our lives in worship to God, our lives. So what spiritual gift did you make the last time you came to Mass? Maybe you've never even thought about that question. But fortunately or unfortunately, now you know that you should. So what will your offering be at every Mass from this day forward? That sounds awfully like a kitchen table discussion to me. Have a blessed day. Mm -hmm.